こわいらこわいらてたがたトゥートゥータウかおれこわこわうこぬいほこぬわけこまぬこえかことろわこゆわいはのこてたいのてらにてんねいてまろかふるわふるふるぬいのわいふるふるぬいのまんのわかトゥータポリやトゥトゥータポリまいウェロノアウェロノアガラカウファカイヤイヤアナティープナイティーキナキタワーアイホーマイモタクワカモワイミヤテマタオガラカウアトゥカイリテマタオガラカウアトゥカニファテマタオガラカウアトゥカイタウハーノファンハラマイテトキハウミエウイエタイキエ Tēnā tātou katoa, nau mai hara mai ki te whare nei o Te Ahikā. I'm Justine Murray. And I'm Maraia Rakaraku. Welcome to Te Ahikā, the Māori Features Programme on Radio New Zealand National. In this week's programme, we reflect on a year since the October 15 raids. That saw the Eastern Bay of Plenty community, Ruatoki, looking something like a war zone. We're with Tamati Kruja as he describes the steps to Hoi Iwi and the police have undergone to repair the fractured relationship. And two others representing the、uh, Western Tuhui Executive Committee、uh, met with Commissioner Howard Broad at、uh, Rotorua、uh, at a neutral venue. And、uh, this, was meeting, this was a meeting that uh, um, we had been wanting to.、Uh, To arrange for some weeks.、Uh, so the meeting took place. It was, the meeting was for about an hour. Also, Rangitere Mauri Tari or Rangipoke Tari, Hekomatua Noruatuki, was a recipient of the Sir Kingi Ihaka Awards at Nga Taonga Toi a Te Wakatoi. The Creative New Zealand Awards for Mauri and their contribution to Mauri arts and culture. Māori Arts Services Manager for Creative New Zealand, Muriwai Ihakara, spoke about his achievements. Rangi Puke has made a significant contribution to the performing arts of Tuhoi. He has an extraordinary repertoire of Waiata Tafito, which is unmatched in Tuhoi. And mixed in between are some recordings from poets and songwriters with their responses to October the 15th, 2007. Koi rana kaupapa e faiake nei. That's today's lineup of Te Ahikā. If an image could speak a thousand words, that's what confronted New Zealanders when they tuned into the six o'clock evening news of October the 15th, 2007. There on our screens, the armed defenders squad, clad head to foot in black, holding guns, standing at the entrance to the Eastern Bay of Plenty community of Ruatoki. And in the days that would follow, there would be many responses to the police action executed upon Ruatoki. Here's one from Tiatiawa scholar Alice Tepunga Somerville. Good cop, bad cop. Never mind whether you're a good or bad cop. I want to talk about bad timing. I know a man who abused his daughter, who finally told her mother, who acted on impulse to protect her girl. She rang me, distraught, sitting in the car park of a police station, no one to let her in after hours. For reasons I'll never understand, they didn't pick him up till 11 months after the abuse was first reported. We're still awaiting a sentencing date. 
I watch 40 kids take on 20 kids in a gang brawl, a night ugly with swearing, broken bottles, squealing breaks, women on cell phones begging for police who didn't appear until after the damage had been well and truly done, light reflecting off shards of glass, like a Christmas tree sprawled and twinkling while they belatedly marched down the street in riot gear, clowns dressed up for the centre parade. Someone bent to pick glass off the road. He was dragged to a police van, beaten by six battens, dropped home. I bumped into him in the kitchen an hour or so later at dawn, while we made bottles for babies. A young father with dried blood on his face, a sore oozing on his scalp, quietly measuring scoops of powder for his son. This poem isn't about Tuhoi. I've never been to Ruatoki, but when you tell us to trust you, I wonder why you think we would. A poem written by Alice Tipunga Somerville in response to the nationwide police raids that took place on October the 15th, 2007. So, what about Tuhoi themselves? I spoke with Tuhoi spokesperson and head of Te Kotahia Tuhoi, Tamati Kruja, in July, where he outlined steps being taken to re-establish communication between the police and Tuhoi Iwi, starting with a meeting that took place one Saturday in Rosorua back in July. What was agreed to there was that we had matters of importance to discuss with each other. Number two, that we would need to talk again. Um, And uh, the purpose was for us to appreciate where each other was placed in terms of options of going forward. Thirdly, both parties agreed that it would be more sensible to come to some resolution outside of the court process than to relegate it uh, to lawyers who would speak from a third-party point of view. Uh, Fourthly, we all understood that this was sensitive issues and that at any time it it may be interrupted and collapse. But we've decided that we would meet again. We did talk about um, uh, the the possibility of a visit by Commissioner Broad to Duatoki to meet with the Tuhoi community there around October. No date has been set. We're exploring whether that is possible and, and seeking clarification for each other about expectations and outcomes. Of, of such a meeting. Uh, but both parties uh, regarded it as necessary for that to happen. Um, I think we each still have our own story to tell about what happened. Um, it's a difference of opinion. Uh, it's a different point of view, and we, ex- we ex- accept that. Uh, we want to see if, uh, if, if, if there can be any real progress to be made about us discussing um, redress compensation uh, from our point of view, outside of the court. So is this going to be as well, or instead of the actions that were um, taken with the QC Peter Williams? 
that's one of the things we want to discuss. Um, I think I think the um, the view is that it will be instead of, yeah. Uh, but um, we we just want to see what what those conversations may bring may bring out. Um, we may very well decide that it's too hard and it's better for the courts to to, to determine redress and compensation. So how does it place? the involvement of the United Nations? Well, uh, there are there appears to be three courses of action that are proceeding. One is the court case about the actual firearms charges. The other one is where we, we have Justice uh, Lowell um, undertaking uh, interviews uh, to review police action and police procedure. And uh, and um, she has conducted several interviews. She may be wanting to do others. Uh, she will then write a report. The report, the, the report, uh, would be significant, uh, and I think to to litigants, uh, it's um, because I think it will be a very informed view of police process, whether in fact it was in keeping with their warrant and the act by which uh, they invaded Ruatoki and shut down that community and suspended the rights of people. So it will be significant from their point of view. Uh, so that's, that's the other course of action. And then there's the civil action uh, that, uh, that has been um, explored uh, by by the victims uh, of October the 15th. There has also been exploration around indigenous uh, rights and issues through the UN. Um, I'm, not really, I'm not really too sure how that, will, how that will end or how that may be utilized by people. I do suspect that it's operating at a political level. Uh, it's, it's operating uh, from one country or nation to another, where the UN will make a finding and announce a finding and make statements that may potentially be embarrassing to this government. So it may create kind of moral pressure. Uh, if, you, if you ask me, does it, does it have any relevance to um, a civil action, uh, I'm not too sure if, if there is a connection there. What about how um, there have been fundraising drives mm -hmm. on behalf of Tuhoi that have been going around the Motu, and the people that have been involved are some of the individuals that were arrested at the same time? How does, what's the Tuhoi position about those people using the phrase Uruweta 17, for one, using the phrase Uruweta? and somehow aligning themselves with, with Tuhoi in terms of issues around sovereignty? I think in, um, in matters um, like this, uh, there's always the possibility where a local issue uh, may be capitalised upon by, by other parties, um, even though they may just have a tenuous link to it, uh, but they see an opportunity to advance uh, their viewpoint, their philosophy, their ideology. 
and so they attach themselves to that matter and um, and then uh, articulate their messages through that. Um, so it becomes a kind of a megaphone. It's used as a megaphone. And no doubt one would see examples of how that has happened uh, with, this, with this case. Um, personally, I have not been involved in circles uh, that allow me to make um, an opinion or judgment of, of any kind about that. Uh, my focus and the focus of the Kotahia Tuhoe organization has been to give support to Tuhoe people uh, who were affected by the raids that were at home. Um, and in, in very real ways, like um, um, having income to continue to pay for heating and electricity, making sure that children have not gone without there's food on the table and that family can get to and from uh, court to support um, their loved ones. So, so you're talking in a financial manner, right? Yeah, and and, and, and other organisations have been involved in this at, at that level. Uh, I do acknowledge that there has been um, a kind of a wider level as well where people have, have said that what happened at Ruatoki is a national issue, uh, an international issue. That's correct. I, I, don't, I don't deny that. And, but personally, I have not been involved at, at, that, at that level, at that circle. Um, so can't really comment whether, whether we have cases here of hijacking, uh, where we have cases here of opportunism and manipulation. Uh, if there is, I don't think that's a, I don't think that's an odd thing. Um, uh, I'm not saying it's a good thing. It's it's not, and it's just not an odd thing. It it happens. Tamati Kruja no Naituhoi. Mr. Speaker, your attention, please. Got a tale to tell about Ruatoki. As you know, they were forced by the crown to shut up, get out, and lie down. It's a downright disgrace. Wreckage in my own home, my own sacred space. 9-11, there's people living in pain. 10-15, oops, they've done it again. Operation without consultation. Character assassination, defamation, the incarceration of a people living with confiscation, the degradation of Tuhoe. Mr. Speaker, your attention, please. Got a tale to tell about Ruatoki. As you know, they were forced by the crown 
to shut up, get out, and lie down. It's a downright disgrace. Wreckage in my own home, my own sacred space. Action Jackson, Bioletti, and Sykes. They fight for our freedoms, our liberty, and our rights. We can't, we can't sleep at night. We live in fear, we live with the plight. So fragile are we. Is it really about sovereignty? Not just Tameiti. Or is he a pawn? Or just a thorn in your side? Mr. Speaker, your attention, please. Rangi Tere Modi, Rangi Puke, Tari hails from Roatoki and he recently travelled from the township to Wellington, where he was honoured for his contribution to Māori arts and culture. In particular, composition of Waiata Māori and his oratory abilities on the Pai Pai. Kahoki Fakamudi, Totata Waka, Kiroto Ngai Tuhoi, Kitene Totara, Kitene Krauwa Tu Marae. Rangi Puke has made a significant contribution to the performing arts of Tuhoi. He has an extraordinary repertoire of Waiata Tafito, which is unmatched in Tuhoi. He remains one of the authorities in his field, giving lectures and seminars in, in institutions like the University of Waikato and Iwi Institutions of Learning. He was a founding member of Te Huiahureo Tuhoi. Tēnei rangatira nunui. Tēnā homaira te pakipaki. ちょっと。あ、彼、みんなこれ。え、なかよ。あ、書いてかぽかぽ。あ、書いてやるよ、こいと。あ、やれまい。だ、ぞけて、やけとまれ。ぼけたま、やれまいぽやけな。あ、こ
performed by the whānau of Rangipuke at Ngā Taonga Toi a Te Wakatoi. Now, don't forget to check out our webpage, radionz.co.nz forward slash te ahika, where you can hear not only this week's, but previous week's programs. And it's usually where we include extra cordial, so it's worth the visit. And if you have any feedback or to subscribe to our weekly newsletter, email to te ahika at radionz.co.nz. Throwaway Lines Throwaway comments, meant to be a joke, lightening the moment, seeing the funny side. Throwaway lines like giggling debris in a windy street, chuckling tumbleweeds. I was at a fancy function when the Māori MC said that Tame is one of New Zealand's best recognised and longest serving actors. Ha ha, that was hilarious. So funny, white people were clutching bellies as they chuckled, so happy as they giggled that a brown person had made the joke. It wasn't the point of the talk, it didn't even relate to the topic. Just a throwaway line, permission for countless retellings at dinner parties. Oh, ha-ha, that's so delightfully cheeky. And okay, because a brown person had made the joke. So funny, so great the way humour can cut through politics like that. Even though all the Māoris in the room that I could see shrank into seats while the white people rolled and rolled in the aisles. If Jeff de Māori died and came back as a throwaway line, he'd probably come back as that one. I saw a clip from a light-hearted television skit, a karaoke tune, Let's Hear It For Tuhoi. Ha ha, so funny and so clever with the rhyme, hamming it up, frolicking on a flimsy set, seeing the funny side, white people rolling in their lounges in front of their TVs. Ha ha, oh come on, you got to admit it's funny, so creative, so timely, it's bursta bladder brilliant, throwaway lines, great gulps of laughter, spasms of the body that shakes with the fun of it all, even though three different Māoris emailed me the link so we could see ourselves being made fun of. If Jeff de Māori died and came back as a karaoke track, he'd probably come back as that one. Hey, Funny guy, next time you want to throw away a line, look to where it will land. 
Alistair Punga Somerville with another poem, Throwaway Lines. And you can read more as well as other academic responses to the Raids of October 2007 in the Huia publication Terra in Our Midst, Searching for Terra in Aotearoa, New Zealand. Anaina kupu kai, or food, one of our most favourite subjects. Chocolate is tiakarete. They say that good chocolate is a substitute for a good book. Justine, poetas parawa. Now, this can be for all types of bread, but for riwana, you can use parawa riwana. That's bread made with a potato bag. And my mum makes the most divine parawa riwana. Butter is pata. Now, you may have heard similarities of these two words, which is called a transliteration. And here's another one, milk which is uh, pretty expensive these days. Only I wouldn't know because I don't drink it. But back in the day when I did, when milk was delivered, costing about nine cents a bottle, <laughs> milk is miraka. Drink is inu. Drink. Now, fizzy drink is made up of basically carbonated water and sugar, right? Yep. So why is water and rika means sweet or sugary. Therefore, fizzy drink is why Rika? And that's the kind of drinks we don't want happening at Kohana Reo Nera. But mm. to make you all right, to make you katoa, how clever. Oysters is teal. Expect to pay a handsome price for the next batch of bluff oysters. Teal oysters. Sausages, beautiful on the barbecue with bread or prawa. Sausage is tōtiti. And Waimana used to be quite renowned for our sausages and our cheese, which is tihi. We're not anymore. Anyway, and a nice way to round off your kai is with dessert, pudini huarako. That's fruit salad. Huarako, fruit. Koe ranga kupu hau mō wā. New words for now. E te iwi tata mai te kapinga o te ahikā. Yep, just like the goodnight Kiwi back in the days, it's time for us to wrap up the show. But one more thing, well, a couple of more things. A big congratulations to Ruia Apirahama, who took out Best Māori Album for 12.21 Te Kaumārua Rua Te Kaumāwha at the Vodafone Music Awards. And for Tikitane and Anika Moore keeping it brown and solid. He mihi ki ngā kai kōrero, me ngā kai mihi ni tēnei wiki, me hoki mai anō ki te whare nei o Tiahika. We're back again next week with the Māori Language Awards, Mere Mere Penfold and Tawhiri Architects. So join us again, 7.30 next Sunday. Hei tērā wiki, Māori ora.